You're on the mic with JD, an extraordinary show for ordinary people. Let's go. What's up, good people? It's your boy, JD. Hey, on this episode, we're going to be talking about service and sacrifice. You know, what does that mean? Do you really even know what you're getting into when you sign the contract to say you will serve and support and defend the Constitution of the United States? Do you really know what that means? Do you understand the sacrifice that comes with that? Um, I'm going to talk about... You know, the time uh, that you sacrifice. I'll talk about the family aspect that you sacrifice. I'll talk about stability that you sacrifice. I will talk about your health if you make it long enough in the military and what that sacrifice is like and also the loss of teammates. Um, you know, so this is something that, you know, it's probably a touchy subject for most uh, because most a lot have made the ultimate sacrifice and families have made the ultimate sacrifice. Um, but do you really know what you're getting into? You know, so that's what I want to talk about today. And you already know that you're part of the 1% of the U.S. population who volunteers to serve, you know, and everybody has the reason for serving, why they want to serve, you know, it, it doesn't matter what it is. At the end of the day, you're volunteering to say you will support and defend, you know, and there is a sacrifice that comes with that. And I think a lot of people don't really understand that who don't understand the military, you know, and I've heard civilians say, you know, going into the military is a cop out because you couldn't make it doing something else. Well, that's false, right? And I want to dispel the myth um, because when you join the military, especially the army, you're going to know all kinds of stuff. You're going to be put in all kinds of different positions. You're going to be afforded all kinds of different opportunities, right? So most military members, you know, that serve are highly sought after in corporations and companies in the civilian sector because of our vast knowledge and vast experiences. So that's a myth. Um, but, you know, civilians, they get upset, right? And they're like, why does he get a 10% discount? Why does she get a discount? Why is, you know, who cares about Veterans Day? You don't understand the sacrifice, you know, for a measly 10%. But we're going to take that, right? We're going to take that that 10%. It's owed us, right? Um, and that's nothing compared to what we sacrifice. Our, our salaries most times are sacrificed, right? So I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. So for civilians out there that listen, you know, understand that the sacrifice is much deeper than you know. We uproot our families every couple of years and we're moving all over the place. Our kids have to stop, start over all the time, make new friends, you know, while most civilians 
They grew up on the street. They live on that street. The street's probably named after them. Their grandmother, everybody, everybody's having Sunday dinners. We don't get that. You know, we grow our family through the military and through our network and people that we meet along the way in different duty stations, um, you know, and, and deployments, right? And we're sacrificing our time away from family. You know, I, I've had civilian friends that, you know, their their spouses can't understand why they have to go away for a weekend, you know, to some convention, you know, once a year when that's, that's a normal weekend for anybody in the military to be gone TDY somewhere, deployed somewhere or in the field, um, any day of the week, 24, seven, 365, you know, that's one thing that I always told my soldiers and my, my junior leaders is, the one thing in this life, in this world that you can never get back is your time. Utilize it wisely um, because the Army's always going to get their time. The military is always going to get their time back. So wasting soldiers time, wasting people's time, sitting at work, doing nothing and not being productive is a waste because you're not going to get that back. You know, so we always are sacrificing time You're with our loved ones, uh, being at home being stable, uh, we're sacrificing family, you know, and that, that, that hurts the family, uh, when you're, that time is apart, you know, every time I go somewhere, you know, for long periods of time and I come back, it's like 51st dates, right? We got to start all over again, or maybe she's going to be there. Maybe she's not, maybe she, she realized this lifestyle is not for her. Right. Um, it happens. It happens all the time. You know, I've been on deployments. One was uh, 15 months. We come back, you know, and they got a whole new family started, you know. And it's just crazy to me that their stuff is out in the garage and they got a whole nother life started. And oh, by the way, we're divorced now, you know, kind of stuff. Those are sacrifices, right? Um, those are crazy sacrifices that most people don't realize, but those are extreme sacrifices uh, when it comes to family. But you miss kids first steps, you miss birthdays, you miss anniversaries, you miss holidays, right? You can't get those back. I'm going on 20 years of marriage by the good grace of God um, that we've lasted this long throughout all of our ups and downs and our turmoils. But, you know, one of those things was as time was separated, you know, the realization sets in that, you know, Maybe, you know, I can start over. Maybe I can do something better. Maybe this isn't really the life for me and my kids. You know, I'm looking for something a little more stable. And then, you know, you come back and you have to try and rebuild that and restructure. Everything has changed. When you come back, everybody else's life kept going. Your stance, you know, stood still. And then when you get back, you know, the family's different, you know, the the, the scenery is different. You might be in a different house. My wife moved on me three times when every time I left, I came back to a different house. Right. Um, and that's just some of the struggles that the families go. Through. That's some of the sacrifice on the family side. You know, not being there, not being present is a sacrifice. And a lot of people don't understand that, you know, and a lot of people when they come in the military, they don't understand that. Um, and, and young families, young spouses don't understand, like, why you got to be gone so much. That's a sacrifice. 
that stability piece, being safe, you know, having predictability. A lot of units, a lot of a lot of organizations don't have predictability, you know, because they may be on a, an alert status. You know, they may be in a special mission unit to where they're always on alert and always on call um, and they're all over the world. You know, you have to have a strong network, a strong background, you know, a strong foundation for your family to be able to endure those times. But that takes sacrifice. You know, that takes years of dedication, um, years of networking. Um, you know, there's just so much that goes into it, you know, and then look at your health, right? Different time zones, days, nights, you know, your circadian rhythm is just off and it wears on you. Um, you know, and then the physical activity and the physical nature of our profession, running, jumping, moving, shooting, communicating, you know, uh, uh, carrying. It, it's it's endless, right? Jumping from airplanes, rappelling out of helicopters, fast roping. You know, there's so many things that you put your body through um, that your health rapidly declines. You know, I always say that army years are like dog years, right? You may be one year in the army, but your body is three years older. How do you sustain that over time? You know, and you're constantly getting beat down. You're constantly messing up your sleep cycle. You know, pretty much everybody I know, you know, that's my age now has a CPAP, you know, for some reason they have knee and back problems, hips, right? Um, wear and tear, you know? So I may have 20 years in the army, but my body's like 80 years old. How do you sustain, you know, you see the old paratrooper veterans and you're like, oh man, he walks funny. You know, why is that? How much do you weigh in a full combat load, you know, falling out of the aircraft in the middle of the night, hitting that drop zone, assembling, getting your weapon in the, in the, in the action, and moving towards the objective. You know, you're carrying everything you're bringing into combat as a paratrooper, you know? So your health um, rapidly declines, you know? And you're constantly taking caffeine, you know, whether it be coffee, you know, nicotine, you know, anything to keep you awake, anything to help you keep moving. Um, but it tears you down, right? And you're sacrificing your youth, your better years, you know, being patriotic and, and serving your country honorably. Um, it's a sacrifice. It's a selfless sacrifice. Um, and it's something that, you know, why, you know, the, the VA hospitals and the veterans and, and why we're in Congress fighting, you know, all these laws, you know, to take care of our veterans because of all the sacrifice. So we have to have the right people in the right place. You know, so for for you voters out there, you know, make sure you're you're doing your homework and your your research and make sure they understand the sacrifice, you know, as a constituent, right, of whoever your delegate is, that they understand your sacrifice unless you're running yourself, you know, and you know the sacrifice. But your health, you know, you can't get your health back. There's no do overs with that. So. You know, what, what, what are you willing to sacrifice in your health? Um, 
and, and you know, our, our health care system, it's good. You know, there's better ones out there if you're willing to go out and pay on, on the public market, you know, but, you know, you're going to get what you're going to get and you're going to have to wait, you know, your turn like everybody else. But that's the physical. Now, let's think about the mental aspect of your health, behavioral health, you know, things that you might have seen, things that you experienced, visions that you can't get back, smells that you can't get out of you. You know, your senses, taste, these are all sacrifices. These are all things that now you're going to have to live with and learn to live with. And and if it's something that you've never had to deal with, you know, maybe you grew up in suburbia and and just a a white collar town and everybody just got along and it was all good. And now, you know, you're like, oh, I want to be badass and I want to join the infantry or I want to go to an elite unit and I want to do all these things. And then you're exposed to it and now you don't know how to recover. It doesn't make you soft. You know, it's just a sacrifice of your mental health to go out there and put it all on the line. You know, that's a sacrifice. How do you get that back? Um, how, how do you become the person you once were? You can't. You're never going to be the same. You know, I'm not the same person I was when I joined up back in the day. I would like to think that I'm pretty much the same person, but I know I'm not. In some aspects, I'm better. Some aspects, I'm not. And, you know, those are the things that I had to have the realization, you know, for myself to understand what all I've sacrificed, what I'm willing to accept, what I'm willing to deal with, and what I'm not. And uh, I really have had to confide in my family, you know, my wife. My kids, you know, and kind of just let it out there um, and hopefully they accept that, you know, and that's part of the sacrifice that I've had to make with family, you know, is here's me. This is who I am now. Right. Can you accept me? These are the things that I'm going through, you know, as military members, you know, we're not very communicative in that aspect of what's going on in our lives because A lot of us feel like nobody will understand, but you'll be surprised that more people understand than you know. Um, So if you're willing to talk and you're willing to, you know, express how you feel, do it. But these are some of the sacrifices with your health mentally that you're going to have to go through. You know, when you sign that dotted line and you volunteer to be that one percent, you know, to go out there that support and defend. Because you may be exposed to things that you can't get back. You may, you know, encounter things that you wish you could not encounter and you can't. And that's a sacrifice, you know, and then your teammates, the ultimate sacrifice, people that you grew up in the military with that you came in with from day one. You've been to basic together. You've been to AIT together, your first duty stations together. You know, you went to airborne school together, aerosol, you did all these things together and you're deployed. You're finally at the Super Bowl, right? You're finally getting to, you know, get into action and, and get after the things that, you know, you wanted to do. You guys have been yearning and itching to do. And one one gets killed, right? And makes the ultimate sacrifice. Then what? Everything changes. You can't get that back. You can't undo it. There's no do-overs. 
right? And that's the ultimate sacrifice. And what if they're, you know, a father, a brother, a mother, a sister, you know, that's families devastated and all everybody involved pays the ultimate sacrifice, makes the ultimate sacrifice. And how do you recover from that, you know? Obviously time heals. It's going to take a lot of time. But how do you muster up the courage to keep going? How do you, you know, fight through uh, the guilt for surviving? How do you, you know, make it to the next day and stay focused, you know, and keep your mental capacity in check? It's all sacrifice. You're going to bury that stuff deep. But eventually it's going to come out. Right. And when it comes out, it's going to either explode or, you know, you go and seek help about it and um, go that route. Right. And not a lot of people can help you with that and understand that, you know, what you're going through. They can be empathetic, you know, to the fact that you're hurting and you lost your best friend and your teammate, you know, and. As a, as a gold star family member, you know, that's why they're always brought back. And, you know, your service members always memorialized, you know, because they didn't die in vain, right? It wasn't for nothing. And we want to keep them, that legacy, living and lasting forever and ever. Um, and there's, there's many heroes out there who've made that ultimate sacrifice and many families, uh, who've made that ultimate sacrifice and um, you know at the end of it time heals you know keeping good people around you um, and, and you get through it but it doesn't come without sacrifice of some sort some way shape or form and it takes time it just it does um you know, especially unexpected things. But it takes its toll. It takes its toll on you. It takes its toll on family. It takes its toll on the unit. Um, but it, it doesn't stop our adversaries. And, you know, we have to get on and, and move on to the next. And um, that's a sacrifice in itself. Not able to grieve uh, the way you need to, um, and having to bury it, you know, you're sacrificing your ability, uh, to grieve and, um, everybody grieves different. Everybody's law takes loss different. Um, it's not a cookie cutter thing. Some people can't handle it. And, uh, you know, they feel so much guilt, um, wish they could have done something different, you know, and, for the family, it's, you know, why, you know, my spouse, why my son, why my brother, sister, and they go searching for answers, you know, because they can't get them. There's not a lot of closure. Um, and that's sacrifice. You know, people need closure. Families need answers. And sometimes you can't give them to them, you know, depending on what was going on. And then there's, you know, training accidents that people 
make, you know, the ultimate sacrifice. And even like my story with my parachuting accident, um, everything that I've been through up to my, that point in my life made sense, except that I couldn't accept that, you know, I was going to die on a drop zone during a routine training event, um, which there's nothing really routine about an airborne operation, super complex, but the actions in the air and, you know, the things that, you know, preparing to land and, and doing those things, like, that's not how I wanted to go out. And, you know, that, that messed with me for a while. And my family had to sacrifice not knowing, you know, how I was feeling about that because I wasn't ready to express that. And I had to do a lot of soul searching, um, which messed with my health and messed with my stability, you know, mess with my family. It's just another thing that kind of weighs on you, you know, when, when you volunteer to serve. And again, I mean, you just don't know. I mean, when your number's up, your number's up, but that's not how I envisioned it. Right. And obviously it didn't happen or I wouldn't be having this conversation, but it's, you know, something that messes with you, weighs on you. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of individuals out there that have been through similar situations or close calls that they're just like, man, that ain't man. Right. And, you know, reach out to them because you don't know, you know, if you think they're okay, well, at least ask, um, they may say no, you know, and may want to talk about something. Um, but they don't know how to start that conversation because, it's already passed and they're supposed to be soldiers and they got to get on with it. Right. Uh, on to the next, but it's a sacrifice, you know, to be able to grieve and do it, you know, your way and, and how you need to do it. Um, but so that's what I wanted to talk about today. You know, what all we sacrifice when we serve. Um, and I know, you know, all my listeners out there, they know what I'm talking about. And you go through your own sacrifice and, and your own way. But I know, you know, everybody sacrifices. Um, but I don't think people really understand how the service members, you know, military service members, what all they really sacrifice for this country. And a lot of people don't, they don't give service members and veterans enough credit um, because they served. You know, you don't have to be a war hero to have sacrificed. You don't have to have all these fancy ribbons and medals and accolades to have sacrificed. You just have to serve. You're going to make a sacrifice, whether it be personal, whether it be time, whether it be family, whether it be stability, whether it be your health or whether it be one of your teammates, you will make a sacrifice. It's just not if it's when. And it's how, um, but it's going to happen. The army always gets theirs, you know, and um, a lot of young, young guys and gals that are that are in the military and going hard. They don't see that, you know, but when you get to the the other side of your your career, you start thinking about it because you're close to retirement. You were close to, you know, hanging the suit up, you know, and then you start reflecting back on all the things 
that you've sacrificed over the year years. And if you're fortunate enough to still have your family, how stable are you? Right? How good are you? What kind of place are you with your family? Um, what mends have you made or or attempted to make? Uh, what about your health? Right? What sacrifices have you made with your health looking back? And how do you feel now? Right? Because this is who you have to live with for the rest of your life. Are you able to, you know, so get your affairs in order and do the things that you need to do to take care of you now, you know, when you, you get close to to retirement and, uh, you know, everybody remembers their teammates. And, you know, there's a lot of great people out there um, that that try to keep um, their teammates alive and, and, and honor them on their anniversary of their passing. And there's a lot of hero, you know, wads and workouts um, dedicated to a lot of guys who've made the ultimate sacrifice. And, you know, we always look forward to doing those in their honor and, you know, being able to, to give back that legacy and, and reminisce. Um, but that's all part of sacrifice. So, um, you know, come up on the net, hit me up, let me know, you know, how this, uh, if this helped you. Um, and hopefully it's got you to start thinking about the sacrifices that you've made um, and how you're recovering from them. Um, and and I, I wish everybody well. And I hope everybody, um, you know, gets their their, you know, meets their goal. Right. And whatever it is. And, um, you know, I hope you're happy and, and uh, I appreciate you guys listening. So um, until next time, you're on the mic with me, J.D. Deep.